As we have come now to our season, lifting up the free and responsible search for truth and meaning, let us find ways to begin this season responsibly. Much of our looking, much of our seeking, no matter how much of it we do through information input, conversations, the things that come to us from the exterior world, much of it must be done in an interior way. Though our filters, you know, are what they are. We evaluate everything we learn and send it to our interior places. No one can reach those interior places but us and that from which we come. It is there that we make meaning of our experiences and information and the stuff that we collect along the ways. So clearly, since no one else can go there, the job of shaping that interior landscape falls to us. Along our ways, there are sometimes experiences and thoughts and feelings that become like tiny splinters beneath the surface of our lives. Things that perhaps we try not to think about, particularly try not to think about, because either we're ashamed of them, we're embarrassed by them, confused by them, or in some way or other we feel that it's beyond our control and that the feeling of being out of control is something that we can't manage. From avoidance, denial, or neglect, these tiny, tiny ideas which are foreign to the image of God we are told in the Christian tradition we are made in, foreign to our own true nature and beautiful spirits, ever so slowly, these tiny foreign objects become like infections. that begin to poison the whole system, to misshape our interior landscape. If this is where we make meaning, isn't it important that we keep it as free from distortion as possible? To begin our search responsibly, we must make sure that the tools with which we are navigating are as true as they can be. Impediments to the guidance of the transcendent mystery and wonder 
can foil our efforts. In addition to what things we may have left, maybe even unnoticed for a long time until all of a sudden there is a great wound that we can't explain. Perhaps there are also things we carry around intentionally in us that we cannot let go of. Whether from what we feel to be righteous indignation or anger or pain or maybe fear because the way that we have come to understand ourselves is so founded on whatever this is. These things are like abrasive materials that grind at us until they make blisters or calluses or, or maybe scars that are numb. The weight and uneven distribution, the lack of balance around these things distorts our inner being. Remembering that this is our interior world, we cannot blame someone else for what goes on here. The tough part of the responsibility is that we make the ultimate decision. To heal any of these disfigurements, we must bring the impediments up and out of the system, restore fresh air to the wounded area so that it may heal. For the last two weeks, you've had these handouts to take home to give just a little thought to what kinds of things you might want to be shed of cast off, get rid of, move from those places where they become infected in our lives. Weaknesses, disfiguring. I hope some of you, I hope all of you have had a an occasion to give that some thought. Regular house cleaning, interior house cleaning, personal house cleaning of this sort is necessary for spiritual health. It's a part of the Jewish tradition of the high holy days which have just passed between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur to work for atonement and reconciliation, to become reconciled with God, to become reconciled with your neighbor, and to become reconciled with yourself. Through confession, or the sacrament of reconciliation, it has long been a part of the Catholic tradition. Now, we're not doing confession here. No worries. And I keep saying that if we did, I would be the perfect person to do that to because I can't remember anything. (laughs) Um, 
And it's not nearly as central to the Catholic faith as it once was. As a matter of fact, a couple of years ago, they came out with a phone app. (laughs) That was supposed to help you remember what it was you were going to take into uh, confession. There was some uh, inaccurate press that had people thinking this took the place of confession. but, But the articles that followed that said, no, this was not the case. But it was to help you remember stuff because, you know, clearly it wasn't enough to stay on your mind until that infrequent visit to the priest in the confessional booth. Anyway, that kind of house cleaning, that kind of uh, uh, reevaluation is a part of all recovery programs. It's an integral part, integral part of all recovery programs. And why? Because it moves us from the things that disfigure us back to health. But it can be kind of daunting to look at ourselves. And it's really hard to get enthusiastic, I think, sometimes about sitting down and doing this kind of work. But may God, who we know in so many ways, fill our hearts with the courage to look honestly within and be willing to release that which stands between us and the splendor that is our true selves and calling. The spirit of all life, the very source from which we have sprung, is there to nurture us toward wholeness just like our bodies try to heal whatever we do to them. Following our next hymn, we will recess out to the area between the breezeway and the the double doors to the outside. I'd ask that we reconvene there and bring with us things that we would like to cast off. Um, There are pencils in a basket out there if you need to write them down on your way out. Um, But I ask that we not get lost in conversations on the way there. That is a continuation of the worship service. Um, And we're going to sing a song first, Andrew. So... um. With every courageous step towards wholeness, your burden is lightened.